Greetings, subjects, and welcome back to another episode of All Rise Fall with Fool's Folly. He's Connor Maud. He's Darren Hill. And we are once again back in the interview room with another guest in our hot seat making their bid for power. Connor Maud, who's our guest this week? Darren Hill. Our guest this week is the brilliant Ashley Green. Ashley is a mind reader, a mentalist, a magician... Lots of M's in the magic game, isn't there? Actually, I've just yeah, of... they love a, love a bit of alliteration. They love an people, M. They, they love an M, an M word in the uh, in the magic game. Yes, he's the uh, <laughs> he is the 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 host of the successful mentalist uh, and of course uh, a magician uh, who you can see perform uh, kind of everywhere. And we're just we're kind of waiting for him to get here. But while we're waiting for for Ashley to get here, Darren, tell the people what it is we do here on All Rise Four. On All Rise 4, we get a candidate in our interview room and we grill them and test their suitability to be the new monarch of the United Kingdom. We ask them such hard-hitting questions like, what would your royal pet be? What would your headline scandal be? And, you know, what are you going to wear? What are you going to wear? Because, you know, the outfit's important. The outfit is important. The outfit is is always always important. And, uh, yeah, so we're just just waiting for... Waiting for Ashley to appear. I mean, the thing is, you know, maybe he's already here. He could already be here. He's he's in the walls... He could, he you know, could he's just gonna be. he's gonna pop up or somewhere. Or... Oh, oh, okay. Or, or he's just gonna knock on the door like a conventional person. That's disappointing. Yeah, that, that, that does make sense, though. I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, well, that, that that's definitely Ashley. Let's yeah. let him in. That's an interesting bus. I just threw him under. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Bottom of this bus looks nice. <laughs> All rise for Ashley Green. <laughs> Enough of that. Enough of that. As much as I as much as I could continue doing that all day, because it absolutely reminds me of you know youth raids raves when I was a child. That was the national anthem of our guest this week on All Rise Four, Ashley. Ashley Green, how you doing? That was not the intro I expected it to be, and it well surpassed my expectations. Bravo, chat. Bravo. <laughs> I'm not sure what that says about us, Ashley, but I love it. Thank you very much. That is the best rendition of Darude Sandstorm I have ever heard in my life. Oh, well, fabulous. Thank you very much. Flattery will absolutely get you everywhere here, Ashley. Flattery will get you absolutely everywhere. Now, of course, now, you know, everyone who grew up... I feel like I feel like everyone probably knows this song. That obviously was Darude Sandstorm, Sandstorm. And that was your proposed national anthem, should you be chosen to be the next monarch of the country. So, Ashley, talk to us a little bit about why you chose the root sandstorm. Well, I mean, firstly, Connor and Darren, I'm a little bit offended here. You've got me, Mr. Mr. Magician, mind reader, glorious... Uh, I don't know where I was going with that sentence. Uh, your Lord and Saviour, Ashley Green, on the podcast. And then you're like, should you be monarch? It's when I will become monarch. It's the correct oh. terminology here, Connor. And I believe that national anthems in general, I think they're a little bit too lame and boring and you just want to fall asleep every time the Queen comes out dressed as a Teletubby. But when I rule the country, when I rule the world as supreme ruler of everywhere, every country, uh, every moon, every galaxy... There's nothing better than a rave when I uh, enter the room to my loyal subjects. You know what I'm saying? A little yeah, boogie uh, here and there. Absolutely. You, you've raised a lot of interesting points that we absolutely should address there. But firstly, which Teletubby is the queen? I think she's, uh, I think it depends on the day of the week. But uh, on a Wednesday, <laughs> she's definitely Poe. <laughs> 
what do you want people to do? Do you want people to have that sort of big rave mentality, that rave energy? That, that So when the national anthem is playing, that's what you want the people to do? Yes, but immediately afterwards, you know, it, it's one of those things. It's like a catch-22 um, situation. Like People need to understand that I am a fierce ruler and that anyone that be, will betray me, um, their feet will be slashed. Just slashed off. That's it. People... <laughs> Not being able to walk, that's because they have betrayed your Lord and Saviour, Ashley Green. Um, but, you know, the people need to understand that there's a time and a place to let go and have fun. And that's when I walk into a room. But when I'm speaking, you know, that's it. It's my time to shine. Yeah. As I am now. Sort of arms folded, fingers on lips. And just just for that, Connor, your feet will be slashed next. <laughs> but we'll play we'll play Darude Sandstorm when it's happening, Connor. So you'll feel great. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. You'll be in a wonderful mood for it. You'll be having the time of the life. Forget about the agonising <laughs> pain of having no feet and being sore limb from limb. Yeah. You'll, you'll be reconnecting with those beautiful little memories of when you were younger. Like, yeah. Teen spirit. Happy days. Happy days. See, what I'm interested in, what I'm now interested in, and this will be the thing I'm interested in for the, the entirety of the interview, is normally I play devil on shoulder trying to see how maniacal people can be but you have come straight out the gate with i am fully prepared to slash people's feet people will not betray me the only nice thing i'm so far going to give them is this banging rave song from the 90s (laughs) (laughs) and that's why people love me how do you keep people happy i give them heart radio anytime after 9 p.m (laughs) as the national anthem big sport event big national event is it just we're just we're just raving out is there a specific movement is it just free form do what you like i mean we're not like right ring right wing here like everyone's doing that same movement if you know what i mean like what we're doing is it's kind of like chill it's relaxed like everyone's just like yeah this is the moment for specifically a minute 30 and then after that there's no prior warning the song starts at any moment bang but after a minute 30 cuts out mid beat that's it doesn't even let the song finish. People just bang and then it's got like straight face. Ah, Ashley's here. I better shut up. He's going to say something. Could be important. Could be waffle. Who knows? It is Ashley. Either way, they've got to listen. <laughs> For fear of getting their feet off. So can I ask you a question then? Are you with the, if it's going to be a minute 30 and that's all that, that's all, all of the song that you're, we're going to be getting. Can it start anywhere in the song as well? Provided that obviously there's a minute and 30 of track left. So, or are you, are you thinking it was, it is going to start from that sort of, that slow build-up, that dun, 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 dun. Or is it anywhere in the song and it's a minute 30? DJ. DJ is uh, beautiful. Starts anywhere. Anywhere. Spontaneous. You could be down the pub. I could walk in and then bang! Drew Sandstorm. Just on. You could be in Debenhams. Oh, you wouldn't be in Debenhams. They're shut now, wouldn't they? Uh, you could be You could be anywhere <laughs> apart from Debenhams and then bang! Drew Sandstorm. And you're like, oh, actually, I better have a rave. Quickly, quickly knock it out. This could be my final hour. So I go out with a bang and then that's it. I, I feel I, I I come on this podcast and there's no like there, there's no like warning ahead of time like I've not gone how far can I go on this podcast and I've immediately gone from like zero to one hundred like we're talking severe right wing feet slashing straight away supreme ruler of the world and galaxy like what what are we like under five minutes into here we've gone from rave to I will torture people if they don't dance. Oh yeah, so far you're the personification of absolute power corrupts absolutely. I've got to, I've, one thing I've got to ask is, are you planning on being present every single time the national anthem plays? Oh, you've given me a good idea. Like we, we could, we could really mess, you inspire fear in a whole generation, their entire life you inspire fear. Anytime during preschool, bang, Drew Sandstorm, all the kids are thinking, shh, 
shit, he's on his way. And they're just waving out of the corridor. Her teacher's, false alarm. It was just a drill. It was just a fire drill. It wouldn't be a fire drill, would it? It would just be like, it was just a fucking psychopath drill. <laughs> if he comes, dance, people, dance. Johnny's in the corner. I don't want to dance, fuck! You know, like, sort of most employees, they have to do sort of, you know, big box companies. They have to do mandatory sort of, you know, fire bell tests every single month. Now, we're, as well as the fire bell test and the fire alarm tests, they're going to have to do an Ashley Green test mm. for, just in case you ever you ever show up. Mate, I'm unhinged. Unhinged. <laughs> well, of course, it was really rude of me to call you Ashley Green then because, Ashley, you, you know full well, no ruler is fit without their title. So... You, maybe you've alluded to it already. I think you may have. But, Ashley, when when you become the leader of this country, what would you like your official title to be? Uh, here's where I'm going to get real and serious. Like, I don't think there's a need for titles, is there? Like, genuinely, like, what, what, what is the whole point of a title? We don't really need them. We've got our names. That's all people need to recognise us by. People just need to, like, understand that we're, like, Oh, I was going to say nice people, but in my case, fuck that one straight away. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of forgiving and charity cases going around to forgive my people and get them back on side. Um, but no, no, no. I think people would just call me Ashley Green. I mean, obviously, um, you know, I'd be introduced the same way as usual. Um, please welcome to the room none other than the guy who's performed for companies all over the world. He's been on American TV. It is Ashley Green. But I don't feel like there's a need for titles because I think that 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 whole kind of like need for a title, it really brings out the worst in us and really brings out our own ego. As long as I get the nice build up beforehand, that's all I need. Two things. I don't think we have had a guest on this show so far who has given us two so contrasting answers to the first two <laughs> questions. Uninged. I want to slash everyone's feet, but also just call me Ashley. Just call me Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> um, and B... When you're introduced, I understand, I do understand that currently um, why you would go as your leading for intro being that you've appeared on American television. But when you are the leader of a country, I don't know if it's the, it still remains the first thing in the CV. Do you... <laughs> <laughs> right, well, well, I mean... Be like, be like introducing Liz by going, that time she appeared in that Bond sketch. From yeah, BBC South East, it is Elizabeth II. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think that comes down to the need to just be human. Like, ah, oh, that guy had done something cool when he was younger. Maybe he's like one of us. We've all been on yeah. TV here and there for one minute, 20 seconds over in America. He's one of us. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he has his off days, but he's a nice guy. <laughs> he's got a good music choice. <laughs> Where would you like your royal residency to be, though? We're going to kick Big Liz out of, of Buck Palace, uh, and you can take it over if you'd like to, but you don't have to. You can live wherever you so please. I can live wherever I want. That's what we're saying here. I think one would live in a quaint little cottage in Norfolk. <laughs> okay. Why, why, why a quaint cottage in Norfolk? I think when you've got it all, when you've got everything, when you walk on every day to Darude Sandra Storm, you enter every room, every meeting, every royal appointment to Darude Sandstorm. You get the point. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to switch off in the countryside, put your feet up next to your cosy fire and think, you know what? I might have slashed some feet today, but that's by the by. All that matters is I'm here now. I can switch off. I've got my lovely cup of cocoa and uh, 
and I'll just pop the TV on and I might watch myself, you know, being on American TV for one minute, 20 <laughs> seconds on loop constantly um, to remind myself that I am normal, just like everyone else. Brilliant. I haven't done an episode so far where I do feel I need to record exactly what you say for potential <laughs> safeguarding purposes for future events. But anyway, um, what, what the age uh, of your viewers that listen? I should have asked at the end of oh, at the no, beginning no, no, of this. No, 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 it's, 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 it's not. It's not. It's yeah. It's not for that. It's just for when you know. I just feel if a policeman ever comes knocking and going, "Do you know him?" Yeah. Can you give him a character witness? <laughs> no. <laughs> and here's why. <laughs> Have you chose Norfolk because is it a place you go to often? Are you are you familiar with and that's and that's why? Or have you just gone countryside anywhere anywhere will do? I'll give you a choice on this one, Connor and Darren. I can give you the long answer, or I can give you the real answer. The long answer. Or the real, this feels like such a fucking <laughs> matrix moment. Okay. Oh Christ! Right. Okay. I can't even because because uh, I. Uh, the fact that the answers were either long or real <laughs> suggests that... Right, okay, here's my think. Here's my thinking. My thinking is, is that the long answer, therefore, isn't real, but is probably really fucking dark or fantastical. So I, I'm immediately interested. But, I, you know, I'm also interested in truth, mm. guys. But but I I think I want to I think I want to go down the ma- I think I want to go yeah. down the rabbit. Hole. Let's see how deep this rabbit hole goes. Let, let's go long answer. So the long answer of it is there's many different places that one could live in the UK or the world or the ocean or wherever. But quite frankly, who's going to invade Norfolk? <laughs> I I have complete immunity there. Right. As someone who has done maybe questionable things, like hey. When in positions of power, we've all fucked up here and there. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, But when in questions of power, like, you know, we've got that. It's important to be somewhere safe. And I don't think anyone, you don't have Kim Jong-un. You don't have uh, Theresa May, if she's still around. You don't have um, (laughs) Bill Gates looking at Norfolk and thinking, I want a slice (laughs) of that. The answer here is really, I am protected. Uh If, If really it is worst case scenario and... It does mess up. At least I have my lovely Norfolk because they're going to be like, hey, this is the situation. I'm oh here. Oh, my God. I mean, it's just the way you said. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was just the way. Now I've just got the image of just some sort of like gentleman's club, but it's Theresa May and King Jun-un just sort of sat around a glass of scotch just going, how the fuck do we get into Norfolk? No, no, no. It's not that. It's I don't really want to go into Norfolk. Do you? Nah, fuck it, we'll leave them. Have you ever been to Norfolk? I, I have, um, and I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> this is, was where the real answer came in. The real answer, uh, to give you both, was when I first yeah. came into that, um, I'd recently just come back from a, a, a weekend in a cottage in Norfolk, and I thought, what a quite little place. <laughs> Middle of nowhere. Um, I wouldn't mind going back sometime. And as Supreme Ruler, I can do what I want. <laughs> and, uh, we, uh, we, we, we ended up... Um, spending a uh, fun fact we, we we came back from uh, a weekend in norfolk and uh as you know when when you rent air, any airbnb uh you expect there uh to be absolutely nothing there so you have to get all of your groceries and shopping when you arrive and it's the most stressful thing that um that anyone could do uh, so i arrive um in norfolk with with all of the the gang um for my friend bella's uh birthday surprise birthday we, we go shopping and 280 pounds on the waitrose bill 280 pounds four of us on the first night and the worst part uh we, we might have eaten all the food uh, that night so we had to go out and spend another 280 pounds the day after and um, basically 
as well as well as being um a very sinister yet down to earth and human ruler um i'm a greedy pig i think i've clocked it is this whole thing you having a trauma response to the fact you had to buy groceries in norfolk i am currently here (laughs) with a bowl of kefir (laughs) a brownie and some kiwi (laughs) i think the thing is i'm always eating i feel guilty and i just take out the pain on individuals we're going to give you the opportunity to create a new national holiday what we would like to know though is what is it in celebration of and when would it be celebrated oh a national holiday when will it be celebrated and what would it be i can create a national holiday for anyone now let's think come on let's think properly about this um I think due to the stress, I think I'd have to have a national holiday each week um, for the fact of the stress of me being in power. Like people are, oh my gosh, what's he going to do? But we get an extra day of work. So he's all right. He's a nice guy. He's saving the environment. I get an extra day of work. Never mind the fact he's a freaking weirdo. Um, mm. He's down to earth like the rest of us. He's been on telly for one minute, 20 seconds. We've all done that. <laughs> like, that's, that's what we're going for here. Um, Actually, you'd be on telly for so much more than one minute, 20 seconds. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, would it? Oh, maybe oh, we could get into that. Maybe you wouldn't. Maybe that could be a fun Maybe I've, I've anyway. had my time. I've had my time. I'll give it to someone else. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. Well, if um, anything, you, know, you, you, know, you, you have got three minutes, 40 seconds left your five minutes of fame oh yeah i use them wisely i use them at the end of my life it's kind of like a summary on bbc southeast we'll have a summary of my life as a ruler and i'll be like three minutes and 40 seconds how'd it go ah i could have done better <laughs> and then i just stare down the camera just just staring oh, them out so people gaze into my eyes and go oh poor man um but no i I think i would create a a national holiday once a week um compulsory um self-reflection time and that's what i'd call it it would be like you know like golden time at school but mine for adults would be self-reflection time how have you done this week people are you good enough to be here in my empire or do i need to slash your feet so is it almost like guided meditation by you is it something that you know? You... Oh, we, we, we'd go. We'd... No, no, it's, it's admin. What do you mean? We guided meditation. We go full on like communism. We have big pillars in the street. Tannoy's up. Everybody, siren. Woo, 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 woo. Today is self-reflection day. Woo, woo. That's how it starts every morning, and then it. So it's kind of like if you've seen the film The Purge, where like the siren goes off and then just purge all through the and then they're back on, but. It'll be 24 hours of self-reflection. So very peaceful. Um, and, very, and, and hold I think, on. I, I've never I got think, so angry during an episode. Very peaceful. You just you just alighted it to the purge. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd, we'd have the tannoys there. And um, I think it would be one of those things. If, if people are out and like, you know, hustling away, maybe playing a game of drafts in the street or hopscotch, we'd be like, oi, back indoors, you scum. And, uh, <laughs> and it'll be that. So... Police will be on watch out. No hopscotch on my watch. Get back in there and meditate. Get back into your thoughts, boy. <laughs> that's that's what we'd have. Um, I, 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 look, at the end of the day, like, what a peaceful day to live. You get an extra day off work. Um, the planet's a much better place. You've got someone that isn't isn't full of an ego. Like, yes, he watches himself in a little cottage on loop on TV. Oh, um, but that's more of like a... <laughs> it's just a thing. Like, anyone could do what they want in their personal time. Um, someone who doesn't want to live in a massive mansion that's um like buckingham palace and the taxpayer just pays for the upkeep like i'm just you know a little place a little cottage in norfolk and uh that's it like 
If anything, if anything, I've I've helped people. We've got an extra day off work. You know, we're helping people connect with oneself, you know, lowering stress amongst people. You know, this is fantastic. The environment's never been as good because of this. What's not to like? There's nothing more calming than a siren, yeah, is there? Absolutely. Obviously, Big Liz has her corgis, but what would your royal pet of choice be, provided you want one? Great question, and just in time so I can open a Thatcher's gold. Um, when I was younger, I and we still do, we have goldfish. Um, don't laugh at that one, Darren. Um, <laughs> we have goldfish and um, wonderful little creatures, but the thing is, I do love cats as well. Like, goldfish are nice, goldfish are wonderful, you can keep them, but you can't really take them with you. Like, no one's going to go... You could put a bag of water. Hello, in your everyone. As someone, someone. Oh, it wouldn't be a bag. What? I'd have someone like you know with a nice, a satin silk pillow, bowl, goldfish on top. <laughs> have a little crown and everything. But it just seem a bit weird, and I don't think I want people to view me as weird. Compromise. We haven't done this for a while. We let science work it out. Uh, crossbreed, crossbreed cat and a goldfish. Fur, fur, furry goldfish with cat head somehow breathed underwater that you can carry in a. On a satin, on a satin pillow. Has one seen too much fairy godparents? Well, well, I, I, I fit as the royal, as basically the royal advisors here. I just don't know where the limits are. <laughs> yeah, where's actually. the limit? Where's the limit of the power? Where's the line? But come on, I know I'm putting a lot of money into R and D, you know, mm. to 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 fund further improvements of uh, of everything. But mm. would I put it into breeding cats with goldfish? Maybe, depending on what day I'm having, but I think I would. Have you ever tried stroking a goldfish? So scaly. Um, you know, we always stroke a cat. stroking a goldfish. Real answer or the long answer? <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what do you... <laughs> no, yes. No, 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 yes, give us the wrong... Go down the rabbit hole, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. The, um, there, there is none. It was literally... Um, you stick your hand in a pond, you give it a little stroke, and it's nice and scaly. Um, it's not pleasant. It's a little bit slimy and a little bit like... It just feels tough. And you're supposed to stroke a cat. It's supposed to be soothing. And you don't want to go there like, oh, what a lovely little animal. Come here, come here. Oh, you. Oh, you're so tough. You don't want to. You don't want that to be the reaction. It's like it'll be like your granny coming. Oh, come on, give us a give us a little hug. You're so tough and slimy. Oh, <laughs> it's not what you want. You want to be smooth and you know just calming. <laughs> and and I think I think we've ruined breeding breeding goldfish with cats. We've ruined all the good aspects of the cat. You still got this disloyal fuck that's going to shit everywhere. Um, now I can get away from you by. But on top of that, though. The, the, yeah, the one feature, the one feature that we all love about a cat, it purrs and it's soft. You've replaced its softness with scales, it's no longer got that. Does it purr? No, it just goes... <laughs> That's it. How disgusting of an animal. What would you replace the Christmas speech with? Oh, I'd have the egg and spoon race. <laughs> Hear me out, come on. This is serious now, come on. Come on, right. Egg and spoon race. Has anyone here tuned in for the Christmas speech? Uh, in in no. years past, but generally speaking, no, it's not something I, I pay much attention to. Would you tune in for the Christmas egg and spoon race? Yeah. How fun. Uh, it, it'd be like jury service, wouldn't it? You get a letter for it and it's like, my time to shine this year. I've been selected. It's, it's a mix between like jury service and Hunger yeah. Games. And that's how it would roll. Yeah. It's not quite, it's like people will like whips behind them like, Ha ha! 
if you don't run fast enough with that egg, you're getting battered. <laughs> and that that will be like the, the annual sporting tradition of the, the egg and spoon race. It's not just like the odd 100 metres. Like, we're going marathon here. We're going marathon and relays. We're, you know, it's like a proper two-hour programme. It's like a, a proper BBC documentary here. Like, going round, beautiful drone shots. We've got Attenborough narrating this all throughout. Famous sports commentator and, David Attenborough. Yeah. He's... Beautiful man, beautiful voice, and I think he would narrate a good egg and spoon race. And every Christmas, like the two-hour event, families gather around, and it'll be like jury service. So Leda comes out and is like, "You have been royally appointed by Ashley to uh, to take part in this year's egg and spoon race." And um, you, you can't get out of it. The only times you can get out of it is obviously uh, the usual reasons for jury service, which um, no one really knows. So you have to do it. <laughs> yeah, and I suppose if you if you in the past if you've had your feet slashed off then uh oh no no that's the beauty <laughs> you still get it you're still on the register my friend <laughs> that's why people just, tune in yeah i just i the, the only thing that makes it better for me is the image of someone finally getting through that hurdle getting towards you with their egg and spoon race they present it to you the egg hatches and it's a little duckling <laughs> and, <you just> punch <laughs> it. and that is full circle fantastic oh brilliant brilliant what would be the sponsor in this like you know in a two hour we'd have to have a break we'd have to have a sponsor who's going to sponsor this i don't know have we got any sponsors out there do you guys know any any companies that would uh i want to sponsor the annual egg and spoon race for me it's it's a big event there's a lot of money going into this the ufc let's put a let's put a call out if you're willing to sponsor a death a deathy egg and spoon race where i wouldn't say deathy Deathy, where <laughs> ducklings are going to get punched. I will go one further. If people want to give us money, we will create one. And me, Ashley and Darren will actually will compete in a two-hour-long egg and spoon race with actual obstacles. Mm. Do you remember when you said, Connor, if it kept coming for me, I will absolutely batter a yeah. duckling. If you give me enough money, I will absolutely facilitate <laughs> a duck getting battered. <laughs> That's it. We've cracked it. It's publicly funded. Yeah, publicly funded through the taxes. Easy, easy Christ. money. Okay. Um, so, so hold on. Uh, the only thing: Do you want this event televised? On Christmas Day. Televised on all stations, so therefore it's basically compulsory to watch. Or... Oh God, no! God, no! Just the BBC. Who, who watches any other channel? <laughs> oh, great. Great, great, great. Okay, no, okay, yeah, great, okay. Uh, is it compulsory to watch? No, but I don't think you wouldn't watch it. I don't think there's anyone here that wouldn't watch the egg and spoon race. I don't think after this, after the after the pitch of like, mm. yeah, there's too many questions, and the brain hates an open loop, and everyone loves an egg and spoon race. And let's be honest for a second, you're sat around there, and you've got to you've got to think like, if your family members in it, you're going to watch it regardless. Like, are they going to win? Yeah. Um, but. It's Christmas Day, your family around. What do you do on Christmas? We all wake up in the morning, we open a few prezzies, like here, and then we trade prezzies. It's like, oh, thank you for the scarf. And your partner's like, oh, thank you for my mittens. And that's it. Mm. Everyone's like, okay, that's the end of that. And it's just a day off, and we all wonder what to do. We just eat, we gorge ourselves to death. And we sat there. There's nothing else to do. But if there was something fun, this is the thing. The problem with Christmas is just replays and replays and replays of films and TV shows because there's nothing else on. But if there was a live sporting event like an egg and spoon race, like the Queen's Speech is the only thing that's different that we've not seen before. It's the only non-replay. 
Replace that with an egg and spoon race. Everyone, everyone will tune in. We don't need to make it compulsory. They will. Do you want to give people a bit of notice that they are in the egg and spoon race? Or, and I think I would advise you on this one because I think it's much more fun, which is that uh, as people are opening their presents in the morning, they just open up a tiny little one and it's just the spoon and they pull out and then realise that they are in the race that day and they've got to get themselves down to wherever it is you're holding it. Like a Willy Wonka's golden ticket with a golden spoon. Yeah. We've just got all of the team who who left Jeremy Kyle all in the black taxis outside. Come on, up north. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Recording studio, on your way. Um, no, 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 I'd give people notice. You know, this is this is an event that you've got to train for. This is hard. Uh, what does the winner get? Do we need prices? <laughs> <laughs> no, very. I mean, no. Are we no. are we that are we that that much of a society that we crave to win? We crave prizes. We crave uh, knowing that we've done better than everyone else. No, no. I suppose we don't. I suppose <laughs> I suppose we don't. Uh. <laughs> so no prize. <laughs> No price. So people are going to miss out on Christmas Day. They may be murdered. Like, I might, I might give they them a little sherry murder. at the end. Oh, there won't be murder. No murder. Okay. There might be a, you know, the whips at the start. Like, Hoya! get a move on, chap. <laughs> um, I don't think there'll be murder. It's a really, it's a really fun, family-friendly sporting event. I mean, the start is a bit questionable with the whipping, but. As long as people play the game and run, that's, that's, that's all it is. You know, they've trained for this. They've, they've trained for this. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll pay. The government will pay for people to have time off work um, to train for this. It's a big, you know, annual tradition. Um, it's something yeah. fun and brings people together. Um, you know, I think people will be excited about it. I don't think there needs to be a prize. It's just, you know, people go back after the Christmas break, go back into the office. and like, Oh, John, I saw you won the egg and spoon race. Well done, mate. Yeah, because it is a little... It's the greatest prize of all. It is a little bit like that the big brother or the reality television thing right you will get mm, sort of yeah. characters who come out of it you'll yeah off the yeah, back off of the this back of you'll, you'll get modeling yeah, jobs yeah. you'll you'll be you'll be signed up pretty little thing will be on your back door can you can you pose in the new summer collection with yeah. the spoon uh, you've got asos can you can you pose in 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 the little speedos with the spoon everyone will be wanting you for modeling work after this you know this is a this is a big thing i i know you didn't like my catfish hybrid idea but but i'm gonna pitch um a natural evolution they, they win the catfish eventually. hybrid like is it like the class pet that gets passed no, around no. each year they gotta look after it for the entire year no i was just gonna say you know when like when you know like the format needs a, a rethink just to freshen it up a little bit because like you said you want to keep it fresh each year we uh, we put some r d money in and it's big ducks um spoon and human <laughs> Oh, <laughs> or we could. Uh, and, I think and a little this is human pops Elon. out of it. A little human pops out of an egg, and you punch it. You punch mm. that <laughs> and I think for that one, we'd get Attenborough and Elon, you know, as commentators yes. on this. Mm. Famous yes. television pundit Elon Musk. <laughs> Ashley, thank you ever so much for joining us here today on All Rise 4. We will, of course, send your answers up to our higher ups uh, to see if we get through to the next stage of the interview. But before you go... Bef- and to HR and to safeguarding. <laughs> and to- <laughs> before you go, before you leave us, tell a little, tell uh, tell the people a little bit about who you are, where they can find you and what you've got going on. Yeah, so my name's Ashley. Um, I don't like ducks. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, um, all right, serious answer. Um, 
Okay, okay. Um, if you want to find more about me, just head over to www.ashleygreenofficial.com. I'm a, a, a corporate entertainer. I do a lot of uh, magic, mind-reading, entertainment stuff all over the world. I have been on telly for one minute, 20 seconds. Oi, 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 oi. Do you want to hear the... Have we got time for the funny story about that, by the way? I'm sure we do. So uh, we was filming in Cambridge many years ago, and uh, there's just a few videos performing on the street, collecting some footage. We didn't expect it to go anywhere. We didn't send it off to any TV producers. We just launched it onto YouTube. The famous year of 2020 came around, and um, TV producers reached out, and they said, hey, can we use this footage to be on TV? And I went, absolutely. The funny thing was, we were purposely filming this footage for my best friend Aiden's um, web series. He was creating a whole actual series. And the footage that I collected was me literally just warming up the audience, doing a few tricks beforehand to get them excited. So when the main cameras start rolling through their web series, they're excited, they're buzzed, shebang, shebang, shebang. So the whole point of being in Cambridge, we was there to film a whole web series for my friend. And um, the bit that gets on telly was the bit of me filming. <laughs> warming up the crowd. Off. Just warming up the crowd. Um, gets on mass uh, TV. Center. Hundreds of thousands of, of people all over America. And uh, and my friend who the footage was not even meant to be aired um, that we was filming for. Uh, his back only made it for half a second, if that. Um, one of the funniest <laughs> things in the world. Um, so yeah, that's a funny story about that. But yeah, no, I do entertainment um, literally all over the world. Um, I'm a funny psychic guy. That's what I do. And uh, on top of that, I also run a company, an international magic company, fellow podcast called The Successful Mentalist. We operate out of 101 countries and we uh, help entertainers and magicians uh, actually do this properly teaching them the mindset, business skills, performance skills, and health tips they need to succeed as a successful entertainer. So yeah, www.ashleygreenofficial.com is me and my other company, thesuccessfulmentalist.com. Well, thank you ever so much for joining us on this episode of All Rise for Ashley. All that leaves us, all that leaves Darren to say one last time is... All Rise for Ashley Green! <laughs> And there we have it, another episode of All Rise for All Wrapped Up. Darren, how great was that? Ashley was fantastic, wasn't he? Yes. Um, so how in trouble are we? How in trouble are we? How in trouble are we for airing it? How in mm. trouble is maybe Ashley? Yeah. Um, do, I need, do I need to seek legal counsel and advice? Yeah. Well, um, we know famously, if we just get up to Norfolk, no one's yeah. going to come looking for us there. So we'll just yeah. get up to Norfolk, hide out for a while, let the let the heat blow over. I suppose. Also, what I would say, if you've got shares in Clarks, <laughs> fucking, I'd get rid of them now. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd sack those. Do you know what I mean? Any, just, yeah. just get, just get rid of them. That market's going to crash. And of course, if you want to find out more about what Ashley's doing, or what he's up to, you can check all of the links in the description down below. Go and check out AshleyGreenOfficial.com and thesuccessfulmentalist.com and go and listen to his podcast go and listen to his podcast yes absolutely and also if you want to keep up with everything fool's folly you should absolutely go down to the episode description you will find all the links to all of our stuff to our Facebook to our Twitter to our Instagram um, and if you want to get in touch and send us something long form why not why not send us an email the email address is there uh, and also also lovely important link down there is if, if you support the show and you would like to you know just give us give us a few quid 
give us a few quid to make the show bigger, dafter, funnier, and to pay my rent, uh, then you can also follow our Patreon. And for as little as three quid, you can get um, early access to the show, as well as some extra bonus stuff as well. But we've got we've got some we've got some multiple tiers. So if you want some more goodies, you can check us a few more quid and get some more Falls Volley goodies. You know, just you just you know. Really I don't know about more to hard sell that bit, but you know, <laughs> like like because it's really like I I know you. I can see you there. I can't, but I can see, you know, I can just imagine you there sort of just on a Friday night, just cooking around the stove, lapping up all this free content and just going, I really love those two. And I and I think I love those two and, I, and I'd love to support, and you know, like, you know, you know, those like really, really guilt trippy things that on, you know, on Children in Need and, and Red Nose Day. You know, and I just think maybe we need to do a bit more of that because it seems to really fucking work. And it does, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, <sighs> for as little as three pounds a month, you can feed a starving Connor and Darren. Yeah. That's, for as that's you it. know, I'll I'll fucking take a net that stops me getting bitten by mosquitoes at night. That's, that's all I want. I hated that joke, and I fucking tri- tripped over it. <laughs> It was, both, it was both awful, didn't land, and I fucked the wording. You did indeed. Uh, I, I triple threatened that motherfucker. <laughs> right yeah, then. yeah. You triple threat, triple fucked it. Yeah, triple, <laughs> but, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you ever so much for watching. Uh, excuse me. Thank you ever so much for listening to All Rise 4. We will not be back in the same time next week with another episode uh, because we're going on a little hiatus. But until then, bye, subjects. Bye. All Rise 4 is a Fool's Folly production. Fool's Folly are Connor Maud, Darren Hill, Ethan Joynson and Nicole Halsey. Music produced by Ethan Joynson, artwork by Ricky Looney and photography by Lewis Pett. If you like the show, tweet about it, Instagram or send a Facebook out. We'll talk about you in this part of the next show. Mm-hmm.